Welcome to the basement. Welcome to the basement. What up, though? Yo, growing up, I only ever had two constants in my life. My granddad's basement and my granddad's basement. There's something you can ride to, something you can vibe to, something you can chill to, something you can smoke to, something that'll make you think, something that'll make you feel good. I'm just a dude from a trailer park trying to figure out the universe. How deep you want to go? 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 Here, give me this ball. Jesus is still our good news. What is good, everybody? Welcome to the basement. Um, I'm gonna tinker with one setting right quick. Maybe we do just have that on. Okay, okay, okay. Let me get resituated. The Granddad's Basement Podcast ain't gone anywhere. Just a little hiatus. I uh, had a surgery in the downtime. Between Easter and today, it was a hemorrhoidectomy, so I don't, I don't want to get too much into it in this particular podcast. Just know that it was an outpatient procedure, very invasive, and a, an extremely traumatic recovery. Yeah, two, two weeks before could kind of start to move in full. Uh, I want to break that down. I want to like, if you ever have that issue, like here's like, I'm a, I'm a man, right? But like man thought, you don't hear like you don't hear too too often too many like random surgeries. I guess in, in, I think of men I know the most surgery that I've seen people get is uh, a vasectomy. So I'm like, yeah, men get surgery all the time. I go in, snip, snip, clip you up, make you feel. Just fine, you know, you limp around for a day or two, you know, vasectomy, that's that's surgery, right? And come to find out hemorrhoidectomy is just a little bit different. Uh, but I want to go into, like, the uh, the things you need, like, the proper preparation, and, like, and how to, like, what to expect when recovering. That's a whole, it's a whole podcast in and of itself, but, so I'm going to break that, all that down at a later time. But right now, I wanted to, wanted to catch up with everybody. You know, I've had a lot going on, so in the last podcast, I think it was the last podcast I announced kind of uh getting down on uh my new my new business um so i got the handyman company the tucson helper has launched so in that time so okay so here so here's what had happened when i had that surgery like work the real estate market is real slow right it's extremely competitive but it's very slow there's just not a lot of homes for sale right i mentioned that before so that is just driving values up supply demand there's a lot of people who want to buy houses you know but very few houses available so that is basic economics one on one that drives prices up no sign of this changing like if you can buy a house buy a house. If you're thinking about buying a house, go talk to a loan officer, go talk to a realtor, try and get you some property before that's not really a thing anymore. And those days look like like they're in the binoculars, like they're coming up, like people like, it's going to be really, really difficult to obtain home ownership. And I know there's like this new like kind of nomadic lifestyle that goes on uh, with some of the younger generation, younger millennials into, uh, 
Gen Z, right? And then we're into Gen Alpha right now, I think. I think that's what it is. Uh, so, you know, kind of, but you can do that with homes and make way more money. Like you can buy a house and not, that doesn't mean that you're completely stuck where you are. That was an old, that's a, like an old thing. Oh, I don't want to be stuck where, where I am because I own this house. <clears throat> it doesn't, like that doesn't have to be the case. You can sell that house. There's, there's a market for people who want to buy that from you. And right, right now, the national market, I mean, if you want to sell your house, you're going to have no problem uh, getting a buyer. So I don't know where that old sentiment really came from, but like it prevented me from buying a house a long time ago, like in, in a time in which I should have bought a house. I got a, a very few like true to life regrets, things I regret like doing or not doing. And one of the things I really, really, truly do regret is not buying a house uh, around 2009, 2010 at the latest. A lot of stupid financial decisions going on in my life. But but anyways, nonetheless, uh, transition out of real estate. And I found out, so since the market is so slow, my workload got really light. And then I had surgery. I couldn't take on anything new in that time. It was just the, the recovery was legitimately, legitimately, no, no hyperbole, traumatic. It was a traumatic recovery. I'm not even 100% yet. I say I'm 95%. I'm still like working like tension spots out, still like getting my, so I was basically like, I was tensed up, like trying to hold myself together for basically two and a half weeks. And then I could finally like stretch and move and like get myself back, work out a lot of like the tension spots, all, all the, just the balls, the knots that worked up into my back and just, and just really stretch deeply. Like I couldn't, I couldn't move my body. Right. So it was just like, I couldn't stretch. I got really tight and really tense. So I was able to work a lot of that out. I'm still working some of it out, but the recovery was real particular. Like I didn't have full, you know, control over bowel or bladder. Right. So like I need to be in a certain position in a certain proximity from my toilet. So made all that happen. But in that, like even I had even less business generated. So I'm like, okay, man, kind of work myself down to what is now zero. Right. So I found out. So then, so I kind of recovered from the surgery, like my send off from being able, once I can kind of move and get myself back at it, I went to Michigan for a quick weekend, Friday, Saturday, came back on Sunday. Sunday's flight was delayed, caused us to miss a connecting flight that pushed us into returning on Mon, uh, on Mon, wait, hold on. We were supposed to get back Sunday. We got back Monday afternoon. So we lost, lost like a full day. Like we weren't supposed to lose, lose. So that really, really made last week really, really hectic. And now we're rolling into this week. So I get back from Michigan. I went to uh, one of Mrs. Rain's maid of honors weddings in which she was the maid matron of honor. When you're married, it's a matron of honor. When you're single, you're a maid of honor. Fun fact about weddings and, and grooms. It's just best man. So they should have a title uh, for the homies over there. But nonetheless, we went up there to that wedding, had a great time. I never seen my wife have so much fun just around just all a lot of people she grew up with, a lot of people she hadn't seen since our wedding, and a lot even more uh, that she hadn't seen since probably high school or early, early in college like 20 years old. So good chunk of time. And she got to just reconnect. And really, it was really fun getting to watch her just have a good time. And we danced, we ate, we uh, we really enjoyed ourselves. We stayed uh, at one of her. She, so 
Megan was a matron of honor and then another girl was a maid of honor. They shared that. And it was the same thing at our wedding, the same. So Megan had, it was the three of them. So they had three, Megan, Elaine and Chelsea. And then there's uh, a, you know, that's the main core that, that I know. And then uh, Elena, she's, she's good people too. Uh, those are the main four, but the main three, like who are the maid or matron of honor, each other's weddings, they all like shared the same role. So it was bride, maid of honor, maid of honor, you know, or, or matron, whatever. Um, so it was cool, man. So and then we so we got back. You know, flights were delayed. We got delayed a day, yeah, and from Michigan to LAX. Spent the night in LAX and made it back to Tucson the next day. Uh, so Tuesday, I get called into the real estate office. Like, hey, you know, what's it look like for you leaving? I'm like, I could be in business. I think in two weeks. I'm like, great, because you're we're at a lull. Like, it would be a really good time to not build you up, and and then try to figure out how to let you go when you have a heavy workload or like how to divvy things up in between. So, <coughs> excuse me. So I said, hell yeah, now is, uh, now is the perfect time. Let's definitely, you know, I'll finish. I got one. This was last Tuesday. So I said, I got, I got one closing on Monday and then just, there's just one in the background until the end of June. It's a new construction and new construction is very hands off. You don't have a lot to do. You're just kind of waiting for the house to be built, uh, handle a little bit of the paperwork and, uh, you're good to go. Ah, I don't think I'm going to work that one. There was another one that I never really got going, but that one I think is like the end of the year. There's no point for me to do that. So that one's going to get passed on. So I got one escrow right now. So I got another another check lingering, uh, waiting for this new build to close. So then it was like last Tuesday. It was like, all right, this will be your last full week kind of on the team. You get your desk cleared out. I'm like, yep. And it's all, this is all positive, all good stuff. And we'll have a little going away on Friday. We'll, we are, got a team bowling event. We'll also treat it as you're going away. And it was a good time. And that rolled right into uh, the weekend, you know, family time, kicked it, chilled. Oh, oh, the the girl who got married in Michigan came down. That's why the week was hectic. We had a lot of things to do around the house. We just got the house painted. The yard was tore up. Yard work needed to get done. All, you know, just homeowner stuff when you're having guests coming from out of town. And uh, we got the house all kind of set up throughout the week, like on top of business, on top of uh, getting yeah, like real estate business. Then on top of this minor things to get the business together. And then, um, uh, family friends coming into town and getting the house together. So it was, uh, you know, kind of a hectic week and just to roll right into business yesterday. I had a job on Monday, I picked up a job for later in the week. So it's, it's good. So the Tucson helper is in full business. The website's getting built. I just reached out to those cats, uh, actually right now, uh, Marco media, shout out Marco media. They're helping me out there. Uh, I believe they're based in Colorado, but I mean, it's a, a, so, you know, it's a website building social media company. They build your Google business page and, uh, host your website through uh, a server. Uh, I don't speak a lot of tech, so it's it's nice to be able to get this going, man. I'm very, very excited. I'm still seeing things very clearly, still getting ideas on the final package. So once kind of I get the, the website framework together, um, I'm going to just put some finishing touches and just kind of what I really wanted to say. Got the business cards, got the shirts, uh, need to make some flyers. I'm going to make some more shirts and get some hats like over the next year. Uh, so we're kind of you know, we're, we're in, I dove right in. So it was, it's wild. It's a wild feeling. You know, I am a sole proprietor, uh, business owner. Like I'm an entrepreneur. I have started my first business. That business is making money. 
or will be making money very soon. So right now I'm doing uh, like promotional rates and just trying to get more tools. But now that the real estate um, company is done, there's no more like promo rate. I got great I'm like the whole purpose of the company is already to give the best price in town. So I don't need to give too many discounts on top of that. Uh, that said, I am going to, I have a, I'm going to have a plethora of discounts available, uh, for just certain fields, uh, people in childcare, uh, educators, um, healthcare workers, the elderly. I'm going to really, really, that's kind of one of the cores, core concepts. I think I want to go with this company is really just take care of the people who, that, that's a, one of my, you know, I have to, I haven't revised this or thought about it in a while, but my life's, one of my life's mottos was uh, always ensure you have the ability and capability to take care of yourself as well as those who are unable to take care of themselves. All right. Take care of yourself and take care of others to the best of your ability. Plain and simple. I, I, I will stand by that. Anyway, if I can help you, I will. I name my company the helper. So I want to help you. I want to help people. Uh, there's numerous people I've pulled over a side of the road to help for just miscellaneous, random, different reasons. Uh, out of gas, you know, timing belt was off, can take my kids to school. Uh, man, just get, can I get a jump? I've jumped so many people like, yeah, I, I enjoy helping at the same time. And I, and I love running a business. So I'm going to put all the things that I can do that I like to do, help people put that out there and just get paid for my time and come by and help you and really kind of focus on, um, I think, uh, older people who can't take care of their house. Cause it's, you know, I watched my grandparents' house, and I probably could have done a little bit more for this house, but just kind of little things here and there that could have been upkept a little bit better. And uh, just do that for, old like yesterday, I go, you should flush out your water heater once a year. In Arizona, maybe twice a year because we have very hard water, right? So that the particles within that hard water, all that minerals, it's called sediment. It builds up inside a water heater. Eventually, we'll clog that water heater and rust all the way through, and then you have a no good piece of equipment. So I go to drain this lady's water heater yesterday on top of a few other things, like I'm selling home care packages. Like it was the best way to care for your home. You just got to do a few little things, and what can I help with? Um, so, you know, clean out. You know, I'm going to go into my whole marketing plan here. <clears throat> I'll, go the, I'll let you know when the website's up. Uh, I go to drain her water heater, and it's, you know, no water comes out. All right, so that's clogged. It's clogged with sediment. It's a water heater that was built and manufactured in 1999. It is, she is on borrowed time. I let her know you need to get this swapped out. You know, I can give you a good plumber. Uh, one thing I haven't done yet, I did send her her invoice, but the email she gave me, uh, it kicked back. So I misheard her in uh, whatever email address she told me, uh, which is all good. So I'll call her, get the right email address and send her a true synopsis, which is also like a cover your ass. If you think of business, building a business, building something that you can eventually sell and or franchise, you know, which is the what my eyes are. My, my eyes are on building and selling franchises. That's something I would like to do. I'm trying to work my way into uh, this handyman company, work that into uh, clothing line, work that into food truck, work that into kind of retirement consulting. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of, you know, my business mind, the way that works. I want to do kind of a few different things. Even when I was in the Air Force, I had three different career fields. I fixed airplanes and then I did runway equipment. Uh, and then I became a training manager over the the squadron that does the like the runway equipment maintenance and it's communications equipment runway make uh it's just a, that's a way to dumb it down just to to not long talk you on what the fuck the two tenth engineering installation squadron does uh out of uh out of uh the 133rd airlift wing in minneapolis minnesota they're geographically separate i get you know what i'm not even gonna not even gonna get in it get into all that i'm just trying to catch up i just want to say what's up y'all life is good i'm feeling good i'm feeling healthy you know praise god god is good you know just thank you for all this healing you know all all things all things are coming together right for for the timing i uh, get to you know, be able to get to a point where I heal my body is something my body absolutely needed. I needed to just get right. I needed to get better. I needed to feel on top of my game just, and I couldn't do that in the condition I was in. So having to go through the surgery, which was routine and was fine and well, uh, I went to sleep, you know, they cut me apart, put me back together. I woke up, went home, Pain kicked in, really just rest, relax, rest, relax as much, not not even relax. I couldn't relax. It was too tensed up, but just rest, rest, rest for as many days as, as possible uh, and then get up and move. In the, in the meantime, you know, workload dwindled and just boom, it was just the perfect timing to, to jump off with the Tucson helper. So I'm very, very excited. I'm so excited to get out there and just be helping people. Uh, of all sorts. So, uh, like I said, I'll, I'll follow up when the website, uh, when the website is, is up and jamming. So I haven't heard back. I just did the, the first portion last night, kind of the, what the framework is supposed to be. So those cats are probably starting to work on it either today or tomorrow by the end of the week anyway. So hopefully by the end of this month or very, very early June, uh, the TucsonHelper.com is, is up and running. And I got some long-term ideas of where to take this, how to franchise it um, around the country. I think I got a Shark Tank style idea, something that can have great success with and just really, really change generational normalities within a family and elevate my sons to, you know, have far, far greater opportunities than I ever had, uh, just in, in ways of just living, living a life in a certain way, you know, and then that's up to me to make sure that doesn't go too far where they become too affluent and, and reliant on the parental structure, you know, still teaching them perspective and, and work and balance. And, you know, they're, oh, they're not trust fund babies by any means. Maybe, maybe their kids will have the opportunity to be trust fund babies. If I have kids, sons who do so well, that my grandkids are trust fund babies. I'm cool with that. That's, I'm not, that's not something that I'm against, you know, as the world is, is ever changing yet. However, staying the same, uh, we're here to grow. We're here to grow and develop, you know, and, you know, do it with core values. Uh, to, and that begins by instilling those in the household. So I guess I've turned to parenting at this moment. But we had uh, core values on the real estate team. I'm taking those for my life. We chose them as a team and I loved all of them um, taking those for my life. I'm going to incorporate them as well in my business, but I also have added to them. So it's gratitude, accountability, professionalism, service. All right. And I added compassion, courage and forgiveness. All right. And one more, you bundle all those up with kindness, kindness first. 
So those are my eight core values. Um, I really like the, the first four, gratitude, accountability, professionalism, service for a company, for marketing sake. For my personal sake, I added four more. Uh, and those are all intertwined. That, those are core values, the core, right? That intertwines into all the pillars, right? My family, my wellness, my finances, and causes that I care about, the four pillars on which, you know, I stand. Those are all kind of held up, supported by the core value support system. So that's where I start. That's where I start. My four pillars, the thing, the, those are the only things that I will do. I got, I got extended an opportunity. I think I mentioned this on the podcast. I got extended an opportunity um, that was supposed to have started this week. It was a commercial for a, a specific company, a very big company, actually. They asked me to be in a commercial. I had a whole interview about it. And they said they had a few more interviews after me, but I really left that feeling as if I, I nailed it and never heard back. At the same time, I didn't reach out. I did have surgery in there, but I am like recovered enough. I thought I was going to be in LA, like right here, right now, today, instead of recording this podcast, like kicking it with Rob Riggle on a, on a, pro, on a commercial project just real quick. I thought I was going to have me a little rental car, go bang around, hit the dispensary, go see my brother, come back for day two of filming. I thought that was going to be like yesterday, today, tomorrow, like this week that was supposed to be happening. But, but here we are in Tucson enjoying the beautiful mountain view. Uh, so that didn't come to fruition and that just is what it is. I mean, that was it it wasn't such a lucrative opportunity monetarily or like exposure wise for my current situation what i'm trying to do with these businesses it wasn't such a golden opportunity in which i i was willing to reach out you know you came to me all right initially i don't i'm i'm busy i got enough going on to, you know f to break from my family for me to be out of my household for a few days kind of like on my own like that's that's tough that's a hard ask that's a very very hard ask and uh so i'm not going to chase that opportunity necessarily uh if it was you know they're coming hey we want to buy your business we're we want to do this then 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 yeah then that We'll extend. Let's make some stuff happen. Let's do some travel. Let's do some sales. Uh, but just different context. So, so that didn't come through. That you know would have been really cool to do. Would have been a, a cool milestone in life. Something to look back on. Like, yo, I was in a commercial for this company. Um, but and I, and maybe who knows? Maybe something happened. Maybe things are delayed. Maybe we'll come back to that. Maybe that door will open later. It was the second time that opportunity showed uh, to me. So, uh, first time I missed it entirely. Just wasn't paying attention. You know, I, would, I didn't care at all. Uh, then it came back around. I was like, oh, that does sound interesting. So we'll see what happens with round three. You know, nothing's truly over. I had my hair real long and then I, I, I kind of shaved it off. And my boss, Tyler Lopez, he looked at me. He's like, I thought you were going to be a, a, an old man with dreadlocks. I'm like, shit, motherfucker, I still might be. <laughs> I got uh, I still, uh, I got some living left to do, you know? But yeah, I just wanted to catch up, man. Uh, life is good. The business, the business is up and running, operating. The Tucson Helper uh, website should be up. Like if it's like mid June 2022, it it will be up. It should be up like within that first week of June. Uh, I don't know how in depth uh, these cats are gonna go, but it seems like it's like a two week process that we're just now getting going. So kind of you know June. 
Yeah, there's no major holidays coming up. Memorial Day would be the only one. So that's the only time we're going to lose uh, as we roll into this real hot summer. Um, so if you're in the Tucson area, reach out the Tucson helper. Um, the Facebook page is active right now. That's the only social media. The Instagram is mostly updated. I'm getting everything kind of going. That's this week's goal. So this is first week in business, couple side jobs, but really getting the foundation of the, the true framework, like put in place uh, to really be solidified. So that way, I, you know, you always need your systems. It's not just, I was listening to Myron Golden. He's a, a business coach, uh, entrepreneur, you know, just venture capitalist type, uh, real, real, real interesting. I, I really, I really appreciate his message and the way he relays it, but he was saying like, just because you have an LLC doesn't mean like you're a, a business owner or even an entrepreneur. All right. You might just own a job. You know, you can't, you can, you can go out buy a shovel, uh, a rake and a lawnmower and, and call yourself a landscaping company. But that's just because you didn't want to report a certain way or pay your taxes a certain way or have a, a, a boss who treated you a certain way. Um, so you just own your job. All right. What you want to do is own a system. All right. So that's one thing I'm doing, creating and putting in place is a true actual system that I can have like legit business audits, value evaluations like, OK, your company is actually producing and, and works in a very efficient manner. Uh, this is replicable. You want to be able to build something that is completely brand new, however, feels totally familiar and can be replicated, right? That's, that's the goal. That's the move. That's the dream. That's business. That's growth. That's entrepreneurship. All right. So as I, I continue to grow in my, my business ventures, right? We got to remember, I still, I left the Air Force saying by the time I'm 40, I, I got out of the Air Force in 2018 in finality, right? So I just turned 33, 33 years old. All I knew by the time I'm 40, I'm owning a business. That's it. I don't know what. I don't know how what it's going to be. I don't know how it's going to operate. And then all things like kind of just led me towards, oh, you dummy, just help people like around the house do stuff and do a lot and do it for a reasonable price. All right. And then get a few big jobs per month. That can be your Saturdays, you know, and, and you got all these connections in real estate of people who need things done around houses on top of just my neighbors. Uh, neighbors are going to get the best discounts. I helped a neighbor out the other day. He didn't even know we were neighbors. He shot me his address. And I, I giggled. I was like, shit, that's close. Went up quick, easy job. And it was something, uh, my boy, Seth, y'all know Seth, Seth from some of the vet casts we've done, but his mom, she's like, yeah, I had an irrigation system leak. The guy charged me 60 bucks. So, you know, so that's your starting point. So like, shit, I, I can do that. That's well within my capabilities. And I charge 40. So it's like, I got discounts for you. Not even discount. It's just, you know, that's what it's like. There's not, there's not a diet. There's just your diet. Like I don't have discounts. I just am the plug. Like I value my time a certain way. I know how much things costs, uh, you know, and if I don't, I mean, I, I will go price it. So I just, I know what tools I have. I have most everything. I need like a wheelbarrow. It's about one of the few things I need need to get and I'm gonna upgrade some drills in a couple of years work my way towards a van but I'm just real and I could talk I could keep on going just I've had so many business ideas flood in pour in it's website centric people are I got some really cool stuff some really cool stuff coming up y'all watch me grow watch me go get it 
All right, I'm out here. Just let me let me fire on as many cylinders as I possibly can, and it's going to happen. Ride with me. Ride with me, and I'm going to make a lot of people a lot of money along the way to include myself uh, and my family. So I'm going to get up out of here. Oh, wait, before I get up out of here, we're coming up. We got two T-ball games left. It finished up the T-ball season pretty much. Uh, and just like uh, just from the first practice, the Herding Cats, to kind of mid-season where they understand the game ever so subtly. Like they're kind of getting the game, like this, the game flow, how to play. Like it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to watch. I don't know if Big G is going to keep on playing. Uh, we might do something else. He just wants to build robots and do art. He loves he loves it. He does not necessarily even drop hints. He's just tell you straight up like I don't want I don't like this. I don't want to do this. I want to do these things that I like to do. Uh, and I think you can incorporate like you can go to an art class and it's like a group art class and t- do group projects, teach him teamwork and like resiliency to an extent, I guess, resiliency, resiliency through sports. Interesting, interesting concept. I should write that down. Resiliency through sports to, to explore if that's true resiliency. Like I just think of people who've had hard lives and like legitimately hard lives and bounced back and really done extraordinary things and feats like that type of, you know, warfighter resiliency versus uh, child's game resiliency. But teach you how to some grit i think some grit does come out of it so um i guess i don't need to write it down talk my way talk my way through that one uh but um the taking a loss though i want i don't know how you deal with that through like arts class but i want him and baby g and martial arts where they can they will learn take some some losses uh like that uh so we'll see i'll keep you tuned up to how we're doing where this family is going, where this business is going. Uh, man, y'all, thank you for riding with me. Let's keep it going. Um, as as the, the handyman company kind of falls into its own, like the way I'm going to be able to control my schedule, you know, ideally there's two jobs a day, enough time for paperwork, enough time for commuting, enough time for physical fitness, and enough time to hopefully get all the way back into making more music a little more regularly. Like once a week, do music and a podcast, you know, really, really, you know, kind of focus on the entertainment side of things as well, like causes that I care about. Uh, nah, but wellness, my wellness surround around just kind of these therapeutic uh, podcast sessions and just being able to make some music. I tried recently, I get in a zone where things kind of will come to me, but you got to practice that. So right now, if I sat down and tried to make something, I would get nowhere in about three hours. Whereas if I practice, you know, we get to be able to make a few beats per month, you know, then the lyrics start to come in and then I get to make in, you know, a couple of few songs per quarter. That's the difference when you get into practice and get in and out of a swing of things. And now I'm able to like get in my own swing of things, keeping in mind still marketing a lot of cold calls, like get out there, get out. You're an entrepreneur and you don't want to make cold calls. You're going to have a harder time succeeding in business. I'm going to leave y'all with that lesson right there. Everybody be cool. Check on a vet. And hug your loved ones. Chill.